0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to Biopedia. As the episode last time was somewhat more abstract than what we've covered before, I thought it would be a good idea just to revisit GTPases and give an example to ground us in a bit more context. As a result, the concepts discussed will be the same as those in episode 3, but it will allow us to ground the science in a little bit more of a reality. To do this, we're going to discuss the life cycle of the humble baker's yeast Saccharomyces cerevisiae. Under normal circumstances, yeast reproduces by budding and is haploid throughout its life cycle, which would give it the technical designation of monoploid. However, at a time of stress such as starvation, they reproduce in a diploid fashion. Monoploid organisms mate to produce a diploid organism. In this situation, the two haplotypes, called A and Alpha, must find each other and come together to mate. These haplotypes secrete factors, called A-factor and alpha-factor, respectively, in order that they can locate each other. The yeast forms itself into a bowling pin-shaped morphology called a shmoo, which is named after a cartoon character which was created in the 1940s due to the resemblance between the two. The tip of the yeast then moves to where the concentration of the mating factor of the opposite haplotype is greatest, which means that overall, it's headed in the right direction towards this opposite mating type. In order to do this, the yeast has to remodel its cytoskeleton to be able to move in that direction, which is where GTPases once again come into the picture. As mentioned in our previous episode, the presence of receptors such as G-protein-coupled receptor, or again, GPCR for short, allows the goings-on of the cytoskeleton and its remodeling To be linked to stimuli from the outside world. Alpha factor and A factor can bind to GPCR, as the ligands we discussed last time, which results in the eventual activation of GTPases as we went through in the previous episode. To summarize, the ability of these mating factors to bind to G protein coupled receptor allows GTPase activity, and hence the remodeling of the cytoskeleton, to be connected to the mating factors secreted by opposite yeast haplotypes when diploid mating is needed in stressful circumstances. I hope this episode has made what we discussed last time a bit clearer, as I feel that examples which add in some biological context can help make pathways such as these a bit easier to understand. We will be moving on to cover fresh topics next time, so in the meantime feel free to contact us at biopediapodcast at gmail.com That again, biopedopodcast at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions, questions, or comments. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time.